Hello! Welcome to Friday Night Insights, episode three, Wind Sprints. Dun, dun, dun. Featuring me, I'm Sam, and this is... Mackenzie. Mackenzie, what do you do? Um, so... <laughs> I realized that the past two days I've been saying I do nothing, and it was brought to my attention that I don't, in fact, do nothing, and I want to take this time to correct it. Okay, what do you do? I am currently working as an admin assistant and working towards a master's degree. Look at you go. So I suppose I do stuff. What's your master's in? Educational psychology. What does that mean? Um, basically, I want to study student motivation um, and learn how to build a curriculum that encourages students to be more self-motivated and um, internally motivated rather than motivated by outside factors like grades mm. and rewards. Uh, if you had a job at Dillon High, what is the first thing that you would implement if you could change any sort of policies at Dillon High? Um, well, I don't think that this is actually something I was going to talk about in the episode. <laughs> I don't think that Tammy should be allowed to talk to her husband about things that her students say to her in their meetings. It's, because she's a school counselor and that feels scummy. not cool. Yeah. Welcome to Friday Night Insights, your favorite podcast on Friday Night Lights 12 years later. And we really jumped right into the insights section. We really jumped into the insights today, and we will be bringing you insights hard and fast. Wind sprints. The town turns on Coach Taylor following a difficult loss. Emotion and frustration culminate in a fight as the team's injured quarterback begins rehabilitation. What did you think of this episode? I was going to say episode, and then I didn't. And then I was like, why aren't you talking? And so it happened. I thought that the, the connection went out. Um, my thoughts on this episode. I, the, a lot, it, they shed some light on a lot of things that I think we've talked about previously. Mm -hmm. um, especially with Tim, I think. Oh, this is a total Tim episode. This it's, whole episode it's a Tim, is Tim. episode. Mm -hmm. And... It shines a lot of light on that in a way that really helps the viewer to understand who he is and why he is that way. Mm -hmm. um, which I think is really important, especially given how he's acted in the last two episodes. Like a complete bummer. Yes. Um, and you sort of get more insight into why he's doing that. I mean, you see his dad for the first time. Do we? Yeah. No, that was, I thought that was... Wait, when? In the beginning -ish. Oh, man, I missed that then. There I, was at least one... There may have been two scenes I thought it was dad. just Billy. Billy, his brother. Oh, maybe. I thought it was his dad. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I thought this episode was kind of a bummer, but it needed to happen. I agree. Um, there were a lot of really tense moments um between characters and yeah no i i agree um although i will say that i read the like about this episode before i watched the episode so thanks for the spoiler alert hulu 
I did not know that they'd lost the game. And then it told me. So, you know. Yeah, it's thanks. totally unfair. So we, the game, the episode starts with Street watching the game from the hospital. And his mom's like, oh, I'll, I'll turn that off. And he said, no, mom. Because he's still a Dylan Panther in his heart of hearts. And I think partially because he wants some part of his life to be normal. Oh, absolutely. Like, just uh. holding on. Everything in his life is taken away from him. And we really start seeing how that is actually affecting him in this Which, episode. Thank goodness. Because so far, this whole injury was about everyone but him. Yeah. Um, and so I'm glad that he finally got to have a moment where it was about him. And he asserted that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it starts off with that. And then it, like, I actually really like the way that they cut into the game through mm. him watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that that was really seamless. Mm-hmm. I like how they shoot the football scenes in this. I know it's not like super football-y, but it gives the feeling of a full game without you needing to actually know what's going on. As someone who knows nothing about football, it still feels football-y. It's, it feels pretty football-y, but it's not... You don't actually see a lot that happens with it. You just get, like, all the emotion from it. So yeah, Saracen makes his first throw, and it's awesome. It's just this killer throw. He escapes these people that are going to tackle him, which is not the goal. You don't want to get tackled when you're playing football. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you think football is? <laughs> I thought it was sort of like wrestling. You're wrong. So then he he throws it to the position called wide receiver, which means that he receives the football in a passing fashion. Are and they the, only allowed to give that position to people who are wide? No. Oh. No. If I if I played football, if I played football, I would probably be a wide receiver. Why do you say that? Because I'm really tall. And I have long arms and I can run really fast for like five seconds at a time. All right. Okay. Good argument. Um, Then the wide receiver gets tackled, fumbles it, and it's a turnover just immediately. And that's like the first play of the game. So it's just devastating. And Saracen, we, we see so many times in this game, Saracen does something awesome and then it's just taken away because he can't control everything. Yeah. I mean, and it, it sucks, but I also... I want it like Coach Taylor is mad at halftime. He's really mad. Oh, he's so mad. He is. So, oh, yeah. Guess no, what he, he does when he's mad? Yells. He does. He that was yells. It. He yells a lot. He yells loudly. And he says kind of mean things. Like mean to their feelings. Not even yeah. just. Oh, oh, Coach no, Taylor. He said, you're, and I quote, you're supposed to be the best. <laughs> At halftime. <laughs> like, they aren't already beating themselves up. <laughs> you don't need to do it to Mr. Coach Taylor. Coach thinks that they need to be winning this game by 40, which I understand because they haven't lost to this team in, like, 17 years. And, however, while watching it, it looked like this team was made out of, like, 35-year-olds. The people that they were playing against were so big. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that they were, like, actual NFL football players. <laughs> <laughs> they, they casted the NFL. It looked like a bunch of actors. And we'll get to this in our questions corner about the age disparity between 
actors and acties roles, the roles that the <laughs> actors are playing. But like you see all of these people and they're actors. They're not cast as like super athletes. They they are athletes and I think they're good athletes, but they're so much smaller than these other guys. It, it made me feel sad. I know it was. Yeah. I mean, just looking at the teams, I sort of, it wasn't shocking. Yeah. That they lost. The last play of the game, Saracen runs. He escapes some more people trying to tackle him. He runs really, really fast. Like, guys, he's so fast. Seriously, the fastest. And then he gets tackled. Inches from the touchdown. They had to do, like, they had to look at the video to make sure that it wasn't a touchdown. Here's the thing about football, Mackenzie. If you can get the football into the end zone... You get a touchdown. That's kind of like soccer. No, it's not. If you get the football, I mean, it's literally called the same thing. If you get the football into the goal, you get a touchdown. Football? Yeah. If you get the football into the goal, you get you, a touchdown. Have you seen soccer either? I thought you were actually into it. I've been to a few games. Well, two. I've been to two games. Who won? Um, the first time United won, they actually, they made like five goals, which was, Mm. it was a wildly exciting game, which is normally, it doesn't seem to normally be the case for soccer. And then the second game we got killed. So, you know. Congrats. So after we see them lose because Saracen can't get the ball an extra two inches. Yeah. Come on, Saracen. (laughs) Come on. It's like, you're not even a football player. We cut back to Street who looks really, really sad and he can see the field from his bed oh i know that was oh my gosh it was so like, dramatic just get up and walk over there and play if you can see oh it. my gosh here's another is thing that too soon? here's another theme of this episode bullying everyone bullies everyone and it gets really sad really early i'm really trying to stick with that theme with you bullying me just to fit wind sprints mhm okay um, so then we that this is when we after the game is when we oh no I'm skipping apart then we cut to after the game in the locker room oh I skipped that part too <laughs> <laughs> what did they say um well so this is where I give coach some credit um because after the game so he starts screaming which he, I mean clearly he's mad I honestly would be too. That's frustrating. It was a very frustrating end to this game. Man, they could have had it all. And, like, they really psyched you out at the end there. Like, you really thought they were about to win it. Mm-hmm. Even though I read the spoiler alert that Hulu so ungraciously <laughs> forced Not upon a sponsor. Me. Hulu. Hulu. Hulu is not a sponsor. And Did we you know- will not sponsor Hulu. No, I think that if Hulu <laughs> wants to give us money, they are welcome to give us money. We have yep. a healthy fan base of six, and um, all of them Stop have Hulu one. already. So, okay. Um, um, but so then, <laughs> um, so my takeaway from the football is that Matt doesn't seem to suck. Like, no, he played a really good game. He played a a really strong game. And then, okay, the the people who talk during the games. Announcers? Not, yeah, them. They were mean. <laughs> Prove it. 
What did oh, they do? Oh, I have a quote. Oh my gosh. They said, Coach quote. Taylor is off to a disastrous start this season. Like, okay, he lost one game. He won one. Okay, so bully count is up to one. Yeah, one for bullies. Unless we count coach bullying during halftime. That was sort it's, of bullying. This is an impossible count to even keep track of. There's so much bullying in this 1.5? I think we're at 1.5. I don't um, know. But then in in the the room that they go to after the sports... Um, Locker room. <laughs> Correct. So, so Coach starts out and is acting like he's about to start screaming. Or actually, he does start screaming. And screams, Saracen! I know that it was off-putting, um, but then he goes on to say it was a good game, but not, but not good nearly enough. good enough. <laughs> and I really didn't know how to feel about that. I know I was like, Saracen must be feeling just so bummed out at this point. I know. Um, coaching, being a coach, must be really hard. Like, oh my gosh, it's such a fine line to walk. And I think that through this episode, there are a few times where I'm like, oh hell yeah, coach. Way to go, Coach Taylor. That was a really smart move. I would not have thought of that. There and then also, there are other times. There there are some times when immediately when he starts doing something, I'm like, oh, that is a bad move. Why are you doing that? Will you please stop? Mm. But then it works out well. And I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh. Maybe, maybe I'm the right. dumb one. Maybe I'm stupid. Which, I mean, yes. But... Confirmed, but. Okay. Then it cuts to the Riggins household where Which Billy... Is playing sure golf indoors. It is Billy. It's his brother, Billy. It's his brother. Okay. Billy. Billy Riggins. Billy. Tim is drinking while Billy Always. plays golf indoors. Ugh. And it's Billy a- is bullying. Yeah, constantly. Um, He said, tells Tim that he shamed a good name, which I'm not sure that the Riggins name is a good name. Maybe it's a joke. Maybe I missed the humor. Lila comes over and guilt guilt crit, <laughs> guilt trips Tim. Oh my gosh. Lila comes over and guilt trips Tim into visiting street. Does she guilt trip him into doing it? Because he doesn't do it. She attempts. But Good also point. This, is, this is only after Billy refers to Lila as a piece of tail. Oof. They are a gross family. We don't like Billy. <laughs> Billy is kind of a grossie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just tries to really lay it on thick to get Tim to go to the hospital. My best friend is in the hospital. Yeah, it was obnoxious. We cut to Saracen and his va- his sign, which is vandalized with loser. Wait, so that bully count up to 3.5? Sure. No, okay. If we're really going with the point five of Taylor bullying the entire team, wouldn't that count as an individual act of bullying for every member of the team? Oh, no. We're already in the, like, 40s. All right. I mean, you're right. So, 42? Let's go with 42. Okay. Are we counting Lila being called a piece of tail as bullying? Uh, no, that's just locker room talk, dude. Mm. Ah, yes. 
Um, you can't like bully someone be in, behind their back. I would like to not be in the same locker room as the president, though. Gross. Okay. And, like, that's just where the, it's heading. I agree. Um. Okay, also, back to the Lila stuff. She bites her lips a lot, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But that's all. Why don't you like it? It's just, like, weirdly sexual. I don't see how it's weirdly at all. It's absolutely sexual. <laughs> And it's intentional because she's still like the hottie of the show not at hottie this point. Not hottie of the week. Not hottie of the week. Spoiler. Well, spoiler alert, she's not even in the running. But, well, she was kind of in the running for like five seconds while I was watching. And then I was like, nah, she's not in the running. Oh, I got mad at her pretty. Well, no, actually. Well, I don't know. Mackenzie, okay. a, a lip bite is one of the most efficient tools of seduction. Should I try that? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I've been told it's hair flips, but you know. Why don't um, you do both? I do hair flips. Uh, One of my coworkers does impressions of me, and his impression of me is just a hair flip. <laughs> and I can't even be mad about it. It's too accurate. Because it's very accurate. Okay, cut to in front of Matt's house. This scene also provides some insight into what Matt is dealing with in his life. Mm-hmm. Just a teeny bit. And I don't know if it's something that I had overlooked before, but it's definitely the first time that I noticed it. Um, but it seems like his grandma has dementia. And I don't well, know if I'd noticed that before. Yeah. And that so sucks. This is the only quote that I did write down this week. And um, his grandma comes out. He's scrubbing this sign and talking to Landry because Landry's always around for some reason. And Landry has a conspiracy theory. I love Landry at this point in the show. He's um, great. Oh, my gosh. So, Grandma says, go out back and water the children. You mean the flowers, Grandma? Yeah, that's what I said. It's, I'm not going to bring this quote into Crying Corner, but it's definitely a primer. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's maybe the most, I, I'm going to preface Crying Corner with the fact that I don't cry. I cry enough for both of us. But that probably makes me more emotional than any other scene in this episode. Really? Mm. Yeah. I mean, and part of that is just like... Relatability. I think it's impossible for us to look at any sort of memory loss and not think of Grandpa. Like, it's just completely impossible. And I know we were both... I mean, I also... My my mom's dad, too, had Alzheimer's for 20 years. Did he have Alzheimer's, too? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I never knew him as a person who had a working memory. Yeah. Never in my life did I know him as that. And so I can't... I mean, neither of us can look at that. Well, I mean, with with grandpa, with, with our grandpa that we share, like, I was 10 when he died, and my whole life was either onset of it or onset of being, like, just a crabby dude because he's getting older. It's just so hard. And so yeah. any anything like this. Well, and what sucks is that my only memory of um, grandpa was one that, like, really highlights his decline. Like, the only one that I have of myself, not, like, people telling me, Mm -hmm. 
stories is like one that just really highlights that he was in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, not, this is for sure preface at least to Crying Corner. Correct. Um, we get some good dialogue that couldn't happen in 2019 anymore. Yeah, the, the R word is used. The R word is used and I chuckled, but it's, it wouldn't happen in 2019 anymore, which is fine and good. It shouldn't. Um, All right. So then Lila goes to visit Jason and this is a moment that gets pretty real. Yeah. Lila seduces Street until his catheter falls out and it just kind of breaks him. Yeah. Which I can't even imagine how humiliating that would have felt for him yeah that yeah um it's hard enough being him everything is hard for him we start seeing in this one and i mean she starts that scene with you and me we can get through anything as she's trying to like seduce him which is Mm -hmm. weird and then and the poor dude ha- doesn't even know what's going on because he has no feeling in his legs. Yeah. Like, she ha- like she freaked out, which I'm sure made it even more humiliating for him, just the way that she had responded. Absolutely. Um, which was, was with silence. and Yeah. And then running nurse. to find a nurse. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. This, that sucked. This episode is a bummer. Oh, yeah. All around. Um, Next scene, Jason's mom pressures Riggins into visiting. And it looked like they were in front of, like, an alcohol store or something. I don't know. It didn't feel like pressure to me. I still see everything as pressure. Like, when you're Riggins in this situation, everything is pressure to see Street. Everything is going to read like that. Well, so I, I thought it was really cool because she wasn't trying to push him to go see Street. Yeah. She said, you can still, like, you can still come to Tuesday night dinner, regardless of whether or not you go see him at the hospital. Regardless of what's happening, you can come to family dinner. Which makes me, like, I just have a feeling that that family is more of a family to him than his own is. Yeah. And he didn't, I mean, he obviously seemed a little bit uncomfortable to run into her. But it was more, I I felt that it was more just out of, guilt that he hadn't gone to see him well guilt guilt it was out of guilt it's still more pressure uh it's like that guilt is just really starting to wear on this guy yeah and you see it this episode i mean this whole episode's about him and about this relationship but it was nice to see that moment of like oh man that's probably more like a mother than he has in any other place Mm -hmm. We go to the dairy freeze and this mean, mean man starts bullying Julie Taylor. And then he starts bullying Coach Taylor. I don't like the mean man. 44. Is that his age? No, that's the bully count. Oh. (laughs) I did not know how you knew his age. 44 bullies. And we're only 23 minutes in here. Oh, you have like, you have, are we that no. far in? Into I feel our like we're like, right now. oh yeah, no, I feel like in this movie, in this show, we're like 
five minutes into this. Yeah, we're I, only I, like five to ten minutes into this. I episode. prefaced this recording session by saying, hey, I'm not going to have anything to say. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Welcome to our first two-hour podcast. <laughs> so this man, first, he sees Julie and Coach Taylor walk in. Coach goes to order, and then he turns to her and is like, hey, are you the, the coach's, coach's daughter? daughter? And she's like, yeah. In like a big just, bully voice too. Hey, are you the coach's daughter? Yeah, thanks. And she's like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, we don't like losers around here. He asked if they'd started packing yet. Ugh. And then once Coach Taylor steps in, he says, I have a problem with you pissing our season away, calling those dumbass plays. I spelled dumb wrong. Wow, I'm <laughs> dumb. And then I also, they left without their food. Yeah, did he even pay for it? I feel like he probably did because it's fast food. And he was ordering it to go. He had to have paid. Uh, he didn't have to paid that much either. Like, they can't afford that. Maybe they, they can. can't afford it when they're paying for all that tra- moving cost for no. moving out of Dylan already. <sighs> they probably should because there are a lot of bullies. There are so many bullies. They go to practice where everyone bullies Saracen for being the, quote, wink Weak link, not a wink link. A weak link, weak link, weakling, weak link. End oh, quote. Like sausage link. Correct. But a weak one. A weak link. Say that five times fast. Weak link, weak. I can't do it even one time fast. Say it five times slow. Weak link, weak link. <laughs> Okay. Saracen was obviously not the weak link in this situation. Okay, that's not even my focus of this stupid scene. My focus... 45. ...is Mr. Buddy Garrity. Ugh. Yeah, he brings up Voodoo Tatum. He's gross. Not Voodoo Tatum. I have nothing against him. Buddy. Uh, Yet. Uh, Yet. I mean, I'm sure that things will happen. Oh, you will. But Buddy, I... I do not like Buddy Garrity. He is a heaping pile of bully. He is the town embodied. And this week, instead of expectations, it's bullying because of those expectations being let down. Gosh, they are just the worst. Oh, my gosh. Well, and then from this from this scene, it made it seem like they weren't even going to tell coach that they were doing this. And I was like, like tampering. Yeah. Like. I mean, luckily they do, but I was, I was not happy. So for the people who have never seen this show and never planned to watch it, but are listening to us, let's give some background on Voodoo. Voodoo Tatum, I think is, his real name is Ray or something. I don't remember. But uh, he he's a, a really good quarter. Yeah, he's a refugee and a really good quarterback. He is legitimately a really, really good quarterback. He's just got such an attitude. Um but Buddy thinks that Saracen sucks so much that they're going to tamper and, like, give him a house so that he can come oh my gosh. win state for them. Oh, my gosh. Gosh. <sighs> Whatever. We'll come back to that. Lila talks to her mom. Her mom thinks Lila is being too extra with visiting Street daily. Which, like, now's not the time. It's been a week. 
Yeah, like, it's been a week since he got injured. Also, they were probably together all the dang time, Any like, before this happened. Yeah. If you were ever going to have that conversation, it should have been before this happened. Yeah. Not when she's trying to support her boyfriend in the hospital. Yeah, I feel like a week after is a little early to start bringing out yeah. that. Yeah, Um, And then Lila says, well, well, so first Lila's like, well, you would do it for your dad, wouldn't you? And her mom's like, well, that's my husband. Which, sure, fair point. But But, I'm going to marry him. Well, I'm going to, I'm marrying Jason someday. We'll see. We'll see. They go to the pancake dinner, which is a dinner that you eat pancakes at. And we find out more that Matt loves. dinner? Correct. We find out more that Matt loves Julie Taylor. Oh, he really loves Julie Taylor. Oh, he loves Julie Taylor so much. I bad. ship it. Gosh, they are they are a great, great Yeah, they're great couple. Pair. Great. I match. feel like they might have actually like dated in real life too. Oh, okay. Well yeah, just be careful with the spoilers. Don't tell me if they get together. I wanna find out on my own. I haven't said a single freaking okay, thing. Okay, you're just leading. Matt loves <laughs> Julie Taylor. A lot is going on at this pancake dinner. Lots of pancakes being uneaten. Lots of pancakes not being eaten. Lots of bullying. Lots of switching between bullies. What was your favorite episode of bullying during the pancake dinner? Okay, my favorite as in what one I viewed as the worst? Um, no, your favorite. I don't like bullying. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse you, I'm a victim more often than I'm a bully. Uh, Uh, Fine, worst episode of bullying at this. Worst episode of bullying is when someone who works at the school turns to Tammy and says, the last school counselor killed herself. That was terrible. And she's like, oh, uh uh-huh. And she's like, yeah, she took a bottle of pills. This town. Like, you guys can't see the face I'm making, but it is. It is ugly, let me tell you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It is some face. Many people can attest to that. (laughs) Just, yeah. That So right after that, uh, we cut to more of Bully... I mean, buddy, sorry, convincing coach Taylor to watch tape of voodoo. And Taylor's like, "Eh, okay. I want to say something about coach Taylor's willpower. And that it it is that he has none. Well, he's, he's playing to like so many different people. He has to kind of, I feel like he has some. He lets himself be manipulated quite frequently. Well, may in this scene, I just didn't like him. Do you want to eliminate him he... from Hottie of the Week already? Look, I'm open to more opportunities for him. Okay. I just don't think he's enough of a jerk. Like, there are some good things he does this week. Yeah, we'll get to it. So, you know. Um, who was it at the... I I think this was at the pancake dinner also. You are just... So someone said this to Tim. No. Okay, this... 
Well, Tyra comes in. Yeah. Tyra so, comes. Tyra comes up to. I think it was smash not, to smash, and it's like, "Where's Tim?" And he's like, "Probably getting wasted." <laughs> and <laughs> and then it cuts to Riggins getting wasted. Yeah. And he's playing golf playing with golf. the beer cans off of, off a, of like a ledge. Cliff. Yeah, it was cool. It looks really fun. I hope really that fun. it was um, a dump, like actually a landfill. Because yeah, because he's feel like actually not littering. No, it's yeah. a it's a recycling facility, yeah. and he's aiming it right in. Yeah, <laughs> and he's such a good shot. And then they throw nickels at him. They're like, "Thank you, <laughs> thank yeah. you." This is actually how Riggins makes money. For those of you who have not watched this and aren't planning on it, that is actually how it happened. I know it is. I I think I that it would be really fun. It sounds like a joke. If we had a listener listen to this entire thing all 73 to 74 episodes and then tell us what they think happens in the show sort of like telephone correct and then they go watch it and just tell us everything we got wrong that would be so much fun (laughs) (laughs) and then we can do a show on that tyra comes to visit and it doesn't go well Mm. Mm. no not at all it goes negatively in that tyra is like hey Ah. and then yeah, that's he's exactly like, what she says <laughs> how was smash and she's like oh come on you've slept with half of the rally girls she was and like nothing like, happened really yeah but also you've slept with half the rally girls they break up it's sad she leaves um, she says to him when they break up after they break up you're just another mediocre football player who's gonna grow up to drink himself to death and he doesn't seem to disagree which is sad yeah, that I have so many feelings about Tim Briggins. Who doesn't? In this episode. So <sighs> many feelings. And I just I want to protect him. Tim and, Riggins must be protected at all costs. At all costs. They go to a film session watching Voodoo and they're like, man, he's good at football and Saracen's not. Ha ha ha. 46. <laughs> Rally Girl gives Tim a paper, so she does her homework and um, misspells things on purpose. So as so someone it will who has, look like his. yeah, do you think that they could get away with this? As someone who has graded papers before, um, honestly, probably yeah. <laughs> well, so yeah, I mean, as long as she didn't copy. <laughs> her like what she wrote and then just misspell some things because i mean it's 2019 there are things that check i mean the plagiarism checkers check how many words in common something has with another paper so it searches its database Mm. and then comes out and says this is 75 percent another thing in our database Mm. and basically so when i was teaching last year Anything over about 30%, we would look at more closely. Um, 30% act- was our sort of threshold because it was a literature class. Mm. Like we were teaching books and they were. So there's going to be a lot of quotes. So those were the similarities. And if it was, I mean, 30% was just them using quotes. Um, but anything over that, that's when you we would start looking to see if things that weren't quotes were similar to other things. Mm. Um, but if she's not copying her paper, 
And he, if he's never written a paper that is his own, <laughs> then yes, he can get away with it. I know that half of the papers I graded, like, sometimes I would just, like, go through and mark things and be like, all right, like, I would, I would look for very specific things. I would look to see, oh, they have a thesis statement. Oh, there's mm. their supporting. There's another supporting. Like, they're, like... There's a quote. There's commentary. And I would look for those specific things. And so I don't... He'd get know. away with it. Absolutely. I think he would. Absolutely. He'd get I mean, away with English it. English teachers just... Or, I mean, anyone who's <clears throat> grading writing doesn't have enough time to pour over every single word. Mm. It just Sounds takes lazy too to long. me. Okay, and then... Did you know the... that I'm lazy? <laughs> yeah. Hi, Mackenzie. Nice to meet you. After the rally girl gives Tim a paper, she is like, oh, I heard about you and Tyra. Are you okay? And he just walks away. <laughs> hey, break up. Yeah, he, that poor stop. dude. Then Ly- he runs into Lila, who tells Tim about the prayer meeting that they're having. And he's like, what's the point? Yeah. That Tim is really happen. in a bad mood this episode. He's, he's not happy. And Lila takes it very, very personally also. She mm-hmm. accuses him of bullying her, which... Do you think that he was, or...? I don't know if he was bullying her. Who was he bullying? Religion. I feel like he wasn't really bullying anyone this episode. He was bullying religion right there. He was bullying himself this whole episode, and... Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. But he was I don't think he was attacking her, which she accused no. him of attacking her, which is Victim not accurate, complex. But... We cut to Tammy and Matt. Oh, this. Who wants to drop pre-calc. And Tammy's like, are you going to take it eventually? And he's like, uh, sure. And she's like, okay. Here's the drop form. And while he's finding the drop form, or she's finding the drop form, she talks to him about his grandma who, you know. Man, he's. I don't he's know what I was going to say. Plate. He's got a lot on his plate, but like we were talking about earlier, like it's it takes a, a community to raise this boy or something. I don't know. Just, Did we talk about that? No, but talking about how Coach and Tammy, you know, they talk about people and it's like finding that line of it's not HIPAA, but, you know, um, for maybe it, a thing. it is it. FUPA is a thing. There's an educational... That sounds like FUPA. <laughs> FERPA and FUPA are not the same things. FERPA What's FERPA? Um, Family Educational Rights Protection Act, which protects student privacy. Um, before a student is 18, their parents do have a right to student records. But also, like... So this one is is tricky. Because I feel like as the school counselor, she should treat it as a counseling session. Mm. And like that's not necessarily like educational records. When like when she's talking to Coach Taylor about it, it's not necessarily educational records that she's talking about. And also he's another he's faculty at the school. It just shows more and more how muddy these waters get, and it makes me th- like kind of side I, with coach Taylor a little bit more from the last episode, just, just because it's so hard. Oh yeah. I totally expected like a big fight 
between them after her meeting with Matt. Mm. I really genuinely anticipated that they would get into a big fight. A row. Okay. <laughs> um. At practice, Tim walks off the field. I thought he quit. I like. I genuinely I, thought he was. It did quitting feel the like football. that. Yeah. Um. And and I said, is Tim about to quit football? Shit, no. He needs someone on his side right now. And if he doesn't have football, he is going to isolate himself from everyone who cares. Sorry, Mom. I'm very concerned about Tim. Tim thinks that it's his fault that Street got hurt. So there's this other um, podcast I really like. It's uh, Beautiful Stories, Anonymous People. Have you ever heard that? Mm Mm-mm. He, every time that he curses in it, he says, sorry, Sally, because his mom is Sally and she got mad. <laughs> but they still curse a lot, but it's funny. Sorry, Delma. Um, sorry, mom. My mom hasn't listened to this, but your mom has, so sorry, Delma. She's not going to listen more. Let's see. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know. She texted me and basically told me that. <laughs> did she really? She texted me and said she had fun listening to us talk, but doesn't like the show. Cool. No, I'm not sorry anymore. Which also, like, <laughs> is I mean, fine. I'm three episodes into the show. I don't know if I like it. Yeah, but you're going to watch it. I, Buddy, I've committed. Buddy drags coaches to the hotel to visit Voodoo. Um, and while they're going up there, there's a coach from another team already there. So everyone in Texas is already trying to tamper with this recruiting. Well, and so before this happens... um. Coach says to them, you know, I don't have a problem with it. Because they were, they were trying to pull the whole, don't you want to help a refugee? Like, this kid needs help right now. He lost everything in New Orleans. Sure, good points. But Coach rebuttals and says, I absolutely am okay with helping people. What I'm worried about is recruiting. Mm-hmm. We're not allowed to recruit. You this can lose. He actually says. You can lose things because of recruiting laws. Yeah. And he was like, Matt's looking pretty damn good because, sorry, mom. (laughs) Because, like, he is in our district and we didn't recruit him. So he's looking Mm. pretty good. And they were like, this isn't recruiting, blah, blah, blah. And then they go and there's another coach leaving. Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, coach, 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 coach. 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 There was a lot of coaches. There were a lot of coach. They harmonized at one point, I think. Coach. And then I don't know if that was actually harmonizing. It was bad, is what it was. Great. Love um it. so they go in. What happens when they go in? Oh, you just ate a bite. Way to go. Uh so they <laughs> I go in. To... It's fine. Okay, go. I'm disgusting. Um, so when they go in, they introduce themselves, and then Mr. Buddy frickin' Garrity. Bully Garrity. Mr. Bully frickin' Garrity. Starts saying things like, oh, well, you know, Dillon, Texas is a real good place. And we'll, you know, we'll even help you get a, a place to live. And he's trying to make it all sound like, you know, we're just really charitable people. We're so generous rather than the straight up bribe that yeah. it is. And he's like, we'll, we'll help you get a place to live and we'll get a job for your, I think, for his dad or mom. Bofa, um, probably. Bofa, but... yeah. Um, and, you know, we'll just make it real comfortable and we'll maybe even get, like, a fundraiser going and get you some funds. 
and Razia. And and, Ra- and he's just straight up trying to bribe. And then and... Mr. Eric Taylor. Correct. Coach Eric Taylor. We like him in this scene. This is a good, strong, moral scene for Coach Taylor. Yeah. Um, at this point, he stands up and he says, he basically says, you're a good football player, kid. And, you know, you you want to go places, right? He said it a lot faster than this. Yeah, no, he said it a lot faster than this. I'll work on that. I'm going to go faster, okay? I don't know exactly what he said. But well, it's more faster. with the intent. It's the it's the intent and the direction. He's like, you have to earn your place on the field. Yeah, like, so I I'm have I'm not going to just give you this. Okay, what did he say? Um. Yeah, so he, this is just really the heart of what he said is, Starting positions aren't handed out in motel rooms. They're earned on the field. Correct. And he's right. Um, oh, we skipped through a couple of all caps moments. At least oh, one. Oh, we got some all caps moments. Um. So, well, so first coming into this, I said in all caps, no coach, why did you go? like going to the motel to meet with him. I was very upset. And then after he said that, I said in all caps, respect coach Taylor. We should. Just yeah. because we should respect him. It was a really great moment. And I do think that it made Voodoo respect coach Taylor a little bit more because he's like, if your goal is to win, you want to be at a winning program. We're a winning program. You have to earn your way on it. Prove it to me. Except here, he, so here's the thing that I worry about. And there's nothing, well, there's very little to back this up in the episode. Um, is I worry, well, should I even get to this? Because it's spoilery for the end of the episode. We'll get to it later. Okay. Where am I? Um... um um, then we come oh, yeah. to, to Lila's house. The Garrity household. Where Mr. Bully Garrity and Tanya are Oh, you looked up the name? I Way to go. had written it down in the first episode. Oof. Remember my character Dedication. So I just had to scroll up. So Mr. Bully Garrity and Tanya are talking and Tanya's just trying to get him to get Lila to not be boyfriend and girlfriend with her boyfriend who has a buddy thinks buddy thinks that she'll just get bored and move on which is kind of a heartless thing to say but um but but lila thinks that they need to actually intervene with the situation but also like he maybe has a point they're teenagers oh he definitely has a point but it's still i I don't like the way he says it yeah but lila overhears it and she's not thrilled not happy who would be? Um, oh, <laughs> you're totally right. I will get bored. <laughs> yeah, that's actually what she said when he she heard him. Um, but then we go back to the Taylor household, and this is I where love I this family. I just love all of the times where, like Julie and Tammy and Eric are in the same room, just being a family because they're fun together. Not I like much them. happened in this scene. Aside, I don't from care. Like, I still like it. I do like them. Yeah, like they have a good dynamic. It's like normal and healthy and real. 
like so they're having their conversation julie leaves for some reason and then they're watching tv and they see an interview of smash smash and smash is being asked like hey do you think that your coach sucks basically and he says (laughs) so here's what he says but he starts it with this is off the record. When he's on live TV. He's on a record. There is They're recording. recording. Maybe it wasn't live TV, but they were recording. You can't, Oh, it is recorded. There is no off the record when it is recording. Um, And he says, I just think Coach ought to be winning football games. Coach Taylor is not thrilled at that. That was a you nice can... crack in your voice. I don't know what you're talking about. So he, he's like, mm. and Tammy's like, hey, calm down. He's a dumb kid. Leave it, leave it, leave it. He's basically being treated like a dog. Leave it, leave it. And he yeah. won't do it. He won't leave it. Oh, so he, he calls. He doesn't leave it in a very big way. In a very big way. He plans a meeting for 30 minutes from then. We see people get phone calls and they're like, it's midnight. It's I'm tired. I'm in my pajamas. And he's like, Matt I don't was care, actually show up. in his pajamas. He and by in... pajamas, I mean a t-shirt and boxers. Correct. And his grandma's like, someone's Who's on the telephone. So late? Yeah. Um, and so then they all meet at the at the field, and they house. have a bus. They well, have they... a bus. It's the field. well. They say let's meet at the field house, but it's at the field. It's at the field, but they have a bus. Does okay? Here's I have a lot of logistics questions here. Uh-huh. Does coach just have keys to a bus? I feel like that's the easiest way to answer this question. Also, so yes. is he allowed to just take these kids, take a bus full of football players wherever he pleases, whenever he wants? He's the coach of like the number one program. He's, he can do whatever he wants. Liabilities are still a thing. Like, he can do whatever he wants. I just know how much work it is to try to take people on, like students on a field trip. And so this seems unrealistic to me. I think that you're right. But at the same time, it just shows like... It's also TV. Well, no, I don't even think it's TV. This is not TV, Mackenzie. I think that it's... (laughs) Oh. I think that the main thing is like it shows how much power he has. He can get whatever he wants to happen whenever he wants it with that program. Yeah. Um, So they bust them out to this... Hill. This is also an issue. And this river. Because it's raining and this is like a ditch or something. I don't know. It, looks... it lo- It's functionally a river and they we get the name of the episode when they start doing wind sprints in the rain up a hill and through a river. And he's like we're here for a while. Start running. And they're all wet. But then we get a very amazing moment where um, it, was, it was good. It was smash. It was smash. And no, it was it was better than good. It was it, it was, was at least a seven. It was one of the best moments of this episode. And this is a downer of an episode. Um, you see smash kind of give in. And he's like, okay, I'm part of the team again. Mm-hmm. Where and they before- start... The way that he does that, though, is... Clear eyes! Full, full heart. heart! Can't lose. And, yeah, and then... Saracen joins in with the can't lose, which it's just a cool bonding it moment. It some and you unity see, that you don't see between yeah. those two until now. 
Exactly. And um, between the whole the whole team, it's been then, completely yeah, fractured then, since mm-hmm. Street got hurt. And then the whole team joins in. And, and I then mean, they all before start before they started, they had all looked really they looked very done. They were tired yeah. and wet and I think sort of mad at coach. And they all sort of were just standing there for like 30 seconds and coach was staring at them, waiting for them to continue. And the other coach was like, uh, I feel like they should be done. And coach was like, I say when they're done. And then they're all just quiet. And then they started doing that. And it was, it was, it was powerful. It was powerful. And then everyone just starts sprinting again by themselves, by their own volition. It, yeah, it was all together. It was, it was good. I it cuts it. to a bummer moment again. In the hospital, Lila is still very hopeful. And Street's like, go away, lady. What Remember is your problem? I, said, I have no legs anymore. Remember how I said last episode that her hopefulness would be an issue? And it was. Way I to go. Good right. predictions. Um, yeah, he, he freaks out on her in a big way. And like it almost sounded like he broke up it, with her. I thought it was a breakup. Yeah. I thought it was too, but then. Get out! Yeah. And oh, and he told her we're not getting married. Like she yeah. said something about, oh, this is a little hiccup and like we'll be fine. We'll, you know, we'll do this in a year. Which, when your like, legs to are be fair, and... to be fair, after she said that, he needs to tell her to shut up. Like, oh, stop absolutely. telling me about my legs being better. This is not going to happen. He needs time to like process and grieve and. Yeah, no, and she hasn't allowed that for him. And so I'm glad that yeah. he finally told her to shut up. Because she needed to be told to shut up. We cut back to Coach, who makes Riggins walk home at like 2 in the morning. Which? That was one moment where I was like on the edge of, okay, yeah, that's his extra practice or whatever. And he's showing his penance from walking out of the thing earlier. And he also was told that if he ever walks out on a practice again, he's off the team. And that this is his makeup practice. At 2 a.m. Yeah, that was questionable. As I mean, maybe he's not a teacher, but like he is sort of in the, the same role. And you should be looking out for your kids. And that yeah, wasn't something that was looking He's a 35 year old man. <laughs> he wasn't looking wait, Tim or Coach? Yeah, Tim is. Tim oh, yeah, is. I mean, you're right. But it's it's so sad. It is so sad. But we, he also oh, cops but that's where we get the scene of him crying. Yeah. Which was a... You also, it's also part of the scene where Coach completely feels him up. He's wearing this tank top and he keeps like touching his shoulder and his pecs. It's really weird. But he's super fit. Oh I my could, gosh, I Tim Riggins. I into that. <laughs> is that your new ship? <laughs> Tim Riggins and Coach Taylor. Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) They're both like, Tim Riggins is a high school student. I don't. Nope. No, thank you. No. No, thank you. Although he is 35, so. Lila. Oh, he's walking back (sighs) and it's not raining anymore. And Lila shows up. Oh, all caps moment. Sorry, I interrupt a lot. Please do. All caps moment. When Tim was crying, I said in all caps, let yourself off the hook, Tim. I'm just very emotional about Tim. He just needs a hug so bad. Which, we're getting there. 
Oh. He's walking home. Lila's driving from the hospital and sees him. Pulls over and is like, hey, what are you doing? Uh, do you want to ride? And he's like, shut up. And then she parks and then comes up to him and starts chewing him out. You don't care about your friend. He's there. You're here. You have legs. What is wrong with you? And he, he's, she starts hitting him. This scene made me very, 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 very mad. Why? Because it is not okay for women to hit or for anyone to hit anyone because cool they're upset. Hit it's just not cool to hit like, people. Like, don't... Oh, and that... It just made me mad. It made me very mad. Stop hitting Tim him Riggins you're is upset. such a gentleman. Oh my gosh. Do you notice how often he says yes, sir? And yes, ma'am? All the, all time. the time. All the time. And then his response to her being a little dickhead was to hug her. To hug her. Oh my gosh. And like comfort her. Because I mean, obviously, that's where this was coming from. Welcome to Sam's Crying Corner. Where Sam cries over Tim Riggins finally having a hug. And it's just, this is where that handy cam, you know, the handheld cam is really affecting me because it feels like you're right there. And I feel like I'm going to cry because this is just so emotional. It was very emotional, but also I was very mad because they then started kissing. I'm pretty sure with tongue. It was, it was a very passionate kiss. And the next scene is back at the hospital. Street. Oh my Getting gosh. Getting transferred more, to rehab. More crying though, because like it just shows him like being dressed by his nurses. Which- and you that was, it was yeah. a, it was a great shot. It was such a great shot of just showing how hopeless he feels and just the yeah. look on his face during that whole thing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it. I'm glad that they filmed that the way that they did. Yeah, it was very impactful. It was very good. Very sad. He's getting transferred to rehab. He's been in the hospital just over a week, which. I guess that's how long it takes to get you to rehab. I don't know. I've never broken my spine, so I can't Have you ever tell. had to go to rehab for other things? So after... Um, after... So then they're, they're getting him ready for rehab, and they get him into the wheelchair. And, and Lila shows up again, and he's like, oh, there you are. And everyone's like, oh, it's Lila. <laughs> And then she, like, leans down and was it her that said, let's just pretend that never happened? Or was it him? I think it was him. And he was. she was like, okay, and kissed him very gingerly on his upper right lip. And then it was a weird angle, too. That, yeah. That kiss was weird. Um, and then he said that he didn't mean any of it. And my response to that is no, Jason. You did mean some of it. Oh, absolutely. Did you notice as they were leaving, it it showed the whiteboard and there was a phone number 8675309. Oh, weird. I wonder if that means something. I don't know. We should try calling it. Yeah. Should I okay. do that right now on speakerphone? Welcome to the new section. We call 8675309. But there's no... No, we can't do it. There's no area code. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it is Dylan. We could look up whatever area code Dylan uses. 
Hold on. I'm not going to do this section, Mackenzie. <laughs> I was going to look it up, though. This is not as funny of a segment. Maybe it is. Tweet us. Let us know. <laughs> Tweet us. Let us know. If you want the segment in the future or other segments, we are open to suggestions. We are open for suggestions. They have a real practice and they actually get stuff done. And it's yeah. like the music is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're having fun. This is cool. We're, we're friends. We're friends. Done. We are a team. And then you see people catching and going like, yeah, good job. And then Buddy brings Voodoo in. And the music goes to... Freaking bully. Freaking sadness. That was a really accurate depiction of what the music was. Thank you. Do you what do you think about this one? Ooh, a little more chaotic. What about this one? I don't know if I do anymore. Anyway, it was really sad. Um, everyone is like, who's this dude? And Saracen's like, oh, shoot. And then Coach is just like, yeah, okay. Welcome to the team. And Which, so all of, yeah. This is where, where, this is where my concerns that I brought up earlier that I didn't actually really get into because I didn't want to spoil. Um, this is where that comes in. So Coach Taylor took a really strong stand at the motel. Mm-hmm. It was great. We loved it. It was powerful. And I just worry that they will still, just like on the DL, be bribing this kid. Yeah. Because Buddy, and Buddy's the one who brought him there. So how do we know that Buddy hasn't had a conversation with Voodoo? I feel like that's implicit. And I don't like it. I just don't. And that's okay. It's the thing that bothered me the most was it's like this whole episode is such a bummer. And we finally get the moment that the payoff and it's like, oh, yeah, it's a team and all of this great coaching and all of this stuff that's happened like it's worked. And who cares if some of it was a little bit abusive, but it worked. And And it feels like, like this is going to shatter that. Exactly. It just it's another crack in this. But that's drama for you. Am I right, folks? That was the episode. That was the episode. Um, So now we have a few more segments. I think that I would like to go to Twitter Tuesday. All right. Do you have the tweet pulled up? Want me to pull it up? I got it pulled up. Okay, fine. So at our Twitter account, at Friday Friday Insights, we have had our first interactions. Woo! Woohoo! We're basically famous. Basically, Sarah Wilkinson at Town City LN. She sent us a question. She said, well, a a question and a comment. This is perfect timing for me because I needed a new podcast to snort giggle to at work and a new show to binge. Huzzah. I do have questions. One, what are all these 35 year olds doing in high school? And two, why is the backup quarterback legitimately bad at football? Thank you for your input, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Um, We appreciate um, interactions in any... Next time we film one of these, we need more questions. We absolutely. Also, we have an email address, Friday Night Insights. Have you checked that yet? No, I I actually just remembered like 20 seconds ago that I haven't checked it. That's your job now. Okay. 
Email checking um, is my job. I'm fine. I'm honestly fine if Sarah just sends us a new question every week. Yeah, Sarah, but, this is your responsibility now. You're part of the show. But I feel I feel like Steve could maybe do something. Mm, we did get some interaction with Steve. Uh, Tristan, I don't know if you're going to watch it, but you're following the account, so you you could. Um, did Sarah follow our account? Yeah. Oh my gosh, we have six followers. Yeah, and only three of them aren't us. That is big. Um, so the first part, what are all these 35-year-olds doing in high school? That is a I... good question, Sarah. <laughs> it's good. It is, it is a good question. Um, they got held back, I think. Yeah, probably. Very many times. Um, They're so passionate about football in this town. You have to hold them back so that it's legitimately like old men playing against other high schoolers. That's the only way you can win, which makes no sense because, you know, all of these guys were still severely outclassed earlier. Yeah. um, By NFL players, like actual NFL players. players. Yeah. Um, Why is the... Why Sorry, is the we backup don't have a better answer? I I know I don't have a good answer for that. Um, they were all held back. That's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Why is the backup quarterback legitimately bad at football? I think he's getting better. I think it was nerves. Yeah, that. I mean this this game he wasn't bad. I did last episode. I had that same question. I think after episode two, I was questioning why. He was bad because I also, to be fair, while he was much better this episode, I still don't think that, I mean, yeah, he's no voodoo Tatum. And I don't think that they were practicing him the way he probably should have been practiced before Mm. Jason got injured. He's still on the team. He should still be practicing. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't. If anyone's ever played football, let us know how that works. Yeah. We don't know football. Speak for yourself. We did have an offer for someone to come on our show and teach us football. Can we at least... I, I would be down with it if he's, like, willing to watch an episode with oh, us. Oh, he, he's very anti-watching an episode. Then he's not invited. Here's the thing. This Friday Night Insights. I know. We're about he's a TV show. A Thank you for your input, Sarah. We're closing down the Twitter corner. Because we'll find we only some better alliteration. Correct. Twitter Tuesday. Twitter Tuesday. But we yeah, but only be, we have too many days of the week. We'll figure it out. This is new. Thank you for bearing with us. Also, here's a suggestion that we received from loyal listener, but not follower on Twitter. Michaela. Oh, ugh. yeah. I'm. If you listen to this upset. at two times the speed, apparently it's way better. <laughs> yeah, we've heard that Sam's laugh is much funnier, um, and also everything is funnier. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Here's even if you don't want to listen to the whole thing, just listen to the next twenty seconds fast. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> i can't do that more okay welcome to hottie of the week hottie of the week i have a very strong idea of who i think it is um 
But let's just break down a few people who are in contention. This yeah. Um, can Tim be? A hundred percent. Tim is in contention. Yeah. I. Here's the thing. This is a Tim episode. You get to see his abs and his arms. Which so are if good. we're going, they're they're hotties of the week. Okay, you know who else has good abs? Who? Jason Street. When did we see it? Just when he was getting changed? Yeah, which I was upset that I noticed during that moment. Getting but I little, did. Did you bite your lip? Did you flip your hair? Both at the same time. Um, Impulsively. <laughs> it was a real bummer that he wasn't in the room because I think it would have been very effective. I think he could have got him. Like hair flip and lip bite. Just, how do you say He would have that? just been... He would have lunged toward you. Sam, that's insensitive. Who His else is hottie of the work. week? I, I, I do think that he's in the running yeah. this week because yeah, we do finally absolutely. see him have a personality. He tells Lila to week. shut up. Correct. But then takes it back. So, well, yeah. Okay. Do you think that the lady who says to Tammy that the last guidance counselor overdosed, do you think she's in the running? Because she did have one of the most memorable scenes. <laughs> I mean, probably. So but we got three so far. <laughs> she can be in the running, but I also still want her to never be in the show again. I think I can do that for you. I appreciate your service. Ooh. We'll see. We'll Ooh, see. Cross my fingers. Ooh. Crossing those fingies. Uh, I don't know who else is in the running. Is Coach, Coach Taylor, Taylor in the running? He, oh, he looked pretty good with the wet shirt in the rain. That's true. Matt Saracen could be in the running. I like this Matt. week. I wish we got some more screen time with Landry this week. Mm, yeah, he just had that one scene. It's a real bummer. I really okay. want him to expound upon that conspiracy theory, too. Do we have any ladies who are in the running this week? Lila sucks. Tyra Not sucks. in the running. Not in the running. Tammy was it last week and also just didn't do anything huge this week. Yeah, she just, not in the running, not her fault. Tanya um, sucks. Tanya's never going to be in the running. Um, Those are basically the women we have. Julie. I'm going to. We like Julie. Julie, yeah. I. But also she didn't I don't really think do she's going to be hottie of the week this week. Yeah. I think she'll make it eventually. Once her and Matt hook up? Maybe. It'll it'll happen eventually. I mean, she's got some she's got some great screen yeah. time in this show. Um, my vote is for Tim. I think I gotta gotta agree. I'm sure that we'll get some more Jason in the future, um, but we're gonna give it to Tim this week because it just it was a really groundbreaking episode for him. It's a Tim episode. It makes you feel. It makes so, you feel. It makes you feel. Which sucks. Like hate feeling man i like feeling sometimes i'm gonna be honest i think that feeling is underrated Ooh. oh he he may have not like been a very positive influence i, I this was a tim episode if tim, tim doesn't episode. win hottie tim, of the week well no tim is hottie of the week yeah he wins hottie of the week is tim riggins do you think in the future if we ever get more than six listeners, we can invite our Twitter followers to vote on Twitter on Hottie of the Week leading up yeah. to the episode. 
Oh, that would be a really fun way to interact with our viewers. Yeah, that would be great, right? Like, they could email us or they could tweet us. They could text us if they're Michaela. I really want to blow up this Twitter thing. Yeah. Because who wouldn't follow I mean, a 12-year-old a... show's new thing? I, I mean, Who wouldn't? We who could... wouldn't? I mean, it seems... Less likely than them emailing a... Just tweet us. We look at it more. This is true. I didn't look at what it. What if until down today. the line, we could probably get like a Google Voice account and have people call in. Ooh. Tweet, I mean, tweet at us if you'd like to call in. Yeah. Tweet us or email us if you want to call in in the future. Um, or if you want to have Twitter polls on who Hottie of the Week would be. I vote yes. I vote yes. Can we, can we vote in this Hottie of the Week thing? Absolutely. It would also kind of mess up our filming schedule, though, our, our recording schedule. We would have of, to plan. A bit yeah. We haven't done any of that yet. Well, we'll get to, like, a more consistent schedule at some point. Yeah. Right now point. we just need to make episodes. Congrats, Tim. You're Hottie of the Week. You are the biggest dreamboat of the week and maybe of the show. Oh, that's going to be a segment. Hot, hottie of the show? Yeah, but it won't be until the end of it. It'll be in like a year. Yeah. In like a year when we're on episode 72. Or three. Or three. Yeah. We can have we could, Hottie we of could, the show. We can maybe do that down the, yeah. down the line. And my vote is probably going to be Tim Riggins. But who knows? I mean, I don't know. Also, if any of our followers on Twitter or people who just listen to the show but aren't on Twitter know how to work a soundboard. Then keep that knowledge to yourself. We're figuring this out on our own. Yeah. So from Mackenzie and Sam, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Dude, that's way far away. I want to wish you but the a trees merry. Are What's coming up soon? Do we have Halloween. any? Ooh, is there like a stupid holiday coming up soon? Hold on. We've got some Jewish holidays that look well, pretty nice. Well, those aren't stupid. No, they're great. Yeah. Um, I think the next one is Indigenous Colum- People's Day. Columbus Day. Oh yeah, Indigenous People's Day. My app has not changed the name of that. It's showing up both on mine. I don't have, I only have Ugh. the old one. I freaking hate Columbus, dude. He, he sucks. sucks. What a jerk. Yeah, so then happy Indigenous Peoples Day. May your eyes be clear. And your heart's full. Don't, don't lose, lose this week. Bye. Bye.